This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We, I was about to do my Sunday special intro, but no, no we, we, we love a Wednesday episode too. We already did Sunday. We have yeah. Emma Willman coming on. Great episode. Fantastic episode. I loved it. Fun, open conversation. It was great. Great Loved episode, yeah. It. You guys have something else to look forward to. Other than this fantastic episode that we have exactly. now. I want to say thank you to the people that came out in Atlanta. Atlanta. I had a great time in Atlanta. The show was fantastic. It was like my first time doing this new hour on a big theater stage, and yeah. it felt great. Yeah, I heard you uh, You took a lot of pics by Garbage the, Can. The, saw that on your Instagram the story. The pictures, I got to figure it out. Because, <laughs> listen, I go to... T I, I tell the venue, I'm like... I. I, in a comedy club, they're more likely to have that area. They're like, okay, we'll bring you out to the area and people will line up. And so at a theater, I'm like, I don't know what you guys do, but I'd like to take a picture. And they go, oh, we got it all set. After the show, they go, come on out. We'll go do it in the parking lot. I'm like, the parking lot? They're like, yeah, we don't have like another area for this. And I'm like, can you do it like on the stage or someone else is in there? I guess they have rules or union things. Th this is where they brought me. And I'm right. going, now we're in an indoor parking lot. Okay. So like. Oh, an indoor parking lot. It was like lot. an That's, underground. That might and be the only thing sadder than an outdoor parking lot. It Here's even sadder. Right. Even sadder is we were on the ramp heading down into okay. the <laughs> indoor parking lot. It's like you're at the place where they like kick people out and then they throw them into, the, you know, like when you see the security guard just like throw the person out of the venue. Right. That's it was uh, okay. jazz from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Phil would throw jazz out into this area. Okay. I literally, they bring me up this ramp and I'm like, I can't. I was like, this isn't the spot. They're like, we got to do it here. We don't have another area. And I'm like, you know, when we did You Up Live, we offered a VIP experience. Yes. And it was like, hey, you can pay and we'll come backstage. We'll give you a swag bag, picture. And I kind of have, I don't want to do that because one, I'm just like, come to the show. I'll take a picture. It's no big deal. Right. You don't want to charge. You feel I don't want to charge. I get we, it. We yeah. charge for a lot of things too. When we did it, we'd get like, so there were some, remember we get some, some shows cities. would be like one person and then like it was kind of embarrassing for the one like for us for us it was more yeah it was embarrassing for us because like but then I felt like worse for the person that was like the one person because it's like we could have just given you this I guess well like, they, right and, and they also they didn't want all of our attention right you could tell they They're were like, like do you have a question they'd be like no I'm good thanks <laughs> yeah see ya <laughs> Uh, this is awkward now. Yeah. Like, it felt like they became not a fan from the experience. I was, right, like, I'm the only one. Someone <laughs> gifted me this, I think, and I don't really even know you. And then you'd be like, this is a mis was this a mistake? Do you right. remember when they would be like, there's one person for the VIP? We'd be like, well, just bring them back to the green room. And we'd be, like, offering them drinks right. and we'd food. we'd be, like, wanting to make sure they got their money's worth. <laughs> right, yes. so. Nothing it, more humbling than... than 
What, zero is better than one. Absolutely. Yes. Ab, I mean, listen, you're talking, this is the most humbled podcast that's popular that's ever existed. Because we don't think any, because we go back to those times of like, and if you're out there listening, thank you. Yeah. We, we, These it's not your fault. Humble us. I mean, in another humbling event, I will talk about your non-humbling event. Um, when we had book, we, when we had our books come out for Betches, mm. we would do like a little book tour and we'd go to, sometimes we'd get like a good crowd. We'd right. go to like a bookstore to promote the book. But more often than not, we would go to like a Barnes Noble in New Jersey and there was like one person there who just happened to be in the store and was like, <laughs> oh, like, let me just like sit down. I don't know what's going on here. Right. And we'd be like talking about the book and they'd be like, oh, like, that's so great. You wrote a book. Right. Like, and we we're like, but that was so even great. worse because it was like there wasn't even a show. It was just like us, like full hair and makeup, like went like got a car right. to this again this random Barnes and Noble in New Jersey and there's just like one person who literally just accidentally they, stumbled in there they came to use the bathroom right. at Barnes and Noble right. oh, so what's like going oh, on here oh okay I guess I'll sit here after I took my shit exactly <laughs> right. but they'll ask a question they'll really? be like they'll be like what's the best part about writing a book like <laughs> with like absolutely no context totally <laughs> general yes so what was the highways traffic situation yeah. like getting down here from the city exactly. yeah. <laughs> very humbling but yeah. this was not that it sounds like so there was a line of people <laughs> i you're I, like not like you're a loser no, situation like, yeah. this was a, a theater yeah. show i am a theater act yeah. now i uh no i so i purposely wait after the show i go i say during the act it actually was all clumsy in the middle of the show, and I won't do this anymore, I go, hey, I just want to thank everyone for coming. If you want to take a picture after, I would love to take a picture with you. The showroom thought the show was over. They, like, rose the lights and opened oh, the wow. doors, and people were, like, Not starting to make cue. their way out. I'm like, no, 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 the show isn't over. <laughs> like, can you – I have, like, the ending of this show to do. Right. And so then I go – so then they, like, leave the doors open. Now it's, like, bright. And it's, like – so I end the show. Off. vibe okay. is off. I end the show. It did go well. And I, I wait in the back to like let people go who don't want a picture. I think it's being polite. It also gives me, let me just say, personally, I like to take a minute to myself after being on for over an hour on stage. That's fair. Fair. Yeah. Second of all, if you want to get out of there and you don't want to like look at me while you, you know, don't get a picture with me, you can get going. Let, let me let you get out of here. And if you want to line up, I'll be out within 15 minutes of the show ending, 20 minutes maybe. So if you want to wait around, that that's the cost of the picture with me. Right. Okay, fine. 15 to 20 minutes of lingering. Of lingering. Yes. And it will and and I my plan is to say hello, introduce myself. Some I'll say hi, I'm Jared. And some people are like, can't let that go. I know who you are. I know. I'm trying to right. make this interaction yeah. as clean as possible. You're trying to be humble. Okay? A little bit humble. Mm, okay. And, I, yeah, what are you going to walk up? You know me. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it's like if, I mean, to bring it to dating, it's like if you go on a dating app date, right. you go, you could say, I'm, you could, if I'm you introduce Jared. yourself, it's not because you think the person doesn't know who you are. It's just, but you're assuming, you know, you're introducing yourself. You're it's going polite. through the motions of politeness. Yes. Right. So, which is polite going through the motions. Yeah. And do you do that from a dating app date? Of course. I'm Jared, Hi, I'm Jared. Jared great yeah. to finally meet you. Right. That's a great yeah. opening line. Every celebrity also that we've ever, you know what I mean? Like any celebrity right. we we've had on this show or that I've ever been on a podcast with will always hi I'm a rebel hi I'm re <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. oh really cool yeah, like I know yeah, obviously yeah. but it's nice but it, like that's the nice thing to do right you don't so assume anyone knows who you are there's a line of people waiting in the parking lot down the ramp 
or to the top of the ramp that the cars would go into the underground parking lot. Right. So they bring me out and I walk up the ramp and we start doing pictures. And it's like, it's already awkward because like now we have a picture at an angle. Like there's what, you know, now the tall person's going on my right, the shorter person's going on my left to even out right. the angle of the slant that goes down into the underground parking lot. And they're taking pictures. The lighting is off. And in my mind, we've all lost because I want to take pictures for personal reasons of you'll post it and maybe someone will go, who is this? And and follow marketing along. Yourself, Mar yeah. There's a marketing yes. aspect. The venue should want marketing from it because like, hey, we were at a show at a theater that's near your place. Oh, Beautiful what's the theater? theater? by the garbage. Right. Yes. The garbage theater. That's where I performed. Yeah. So I'm like, a, I'm like a cat in a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just performing. Cats. Yeah, I'm cats. Yes. I'm what's the name of the cat from cats um i'm not a big cat right jellicle cats so no it's a uh, periwinkle what's the name of the which one was taylor swift right someone who loves broadway is screaming right, right now. They're, they're so mad it's not gus is it You're no not, not gus is not, definitely not rebel not wilson was jenny any dots no jennifer hudson was grizabella nope james corden was bustifer did they but change the name bomba larina <laughs> There was one Bustifer. famous name, not Bustifer. It was, wasn't there a famous cat's name? What was like the Cat King's name? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Cat King. The King Cat. The King of the Cats. <laughs> All I know about this musical is to stay away from the movie. Yeah, the movie I mean, did not do well. It was That was Taylor Swift's like only acting foray. <laughs> no, she did Valentine's Day. I, yeah. <laughs> well, we <laughs> Another hit. Maybe there wasn't a, a name. Mr. Mistopheles? No, I guess Tumble there was. Why did I think? I thought the same as you. I thought there was like one name that was yeah. like the funny name. The Rum Tum Tugger? That Rum Tum Tugger. Right. Mm, okay. No, it was something weird. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, you were a fucking so cat. I'm okay. the cat from Cats. Okay. <laughs> performing on a dumpster. So <laughs> I'm now at the top of the ramp taking pictures, if you can imagine it looking into the road of the ramp. So I am now at a angle. Okay. The line to my left. The people taking the pictures are from the, the, the theater. Suddenly, a group of elder teens form across the road. Apparently, there's three venues at this theater. One of the venues has a Christian rapper. And these young elder teens are all God people. What's an elder teen? Like a 19-year-old? 19. They were okay. like 18, 19, 20, no more, no less. Okay. And it's a group of them, and they are Jesus people. No offense to Jesus people. I'm just saying this is what, what they, they were. Sure. They were congregating at the Jesus Rappers show to find like-minded people. And they see the line of people for me to take pictures and they're going, Jesus, find Jesus, go with God. And then they see that it's for me. They go, Jared, you don't need money. You need Jesus. They somehow believe because I'm taking pictures that I've chosen money over God. Okay. And you can't hear a thing because you're in an enclosed Parking garage. Have you ever had someone yell in a parking garage? It's like unhearable. Like it's echoey. So they're going, Jesus, Jesus, oh, go with God. Oh, find Jesus. And everyone is just like, what's going? It was like chaos. chaos. And mm -hmm. then they go, 
The guy who's taking pictures, he goes, hey, why don't you move down the the and ramp? The guy who's so, taking pictures is just taking this for fun, right? Or no, he's no, from the venue. No, it's from the venue. Okay. And then there's a security guard. He goes up to the Jesus kids. He goes to like tell them, hey, like calm it down. Do they know who you are? They don't know who I am. They just know that there's people taking a picture with me. Okay. I don't care what you're yelling at people. What? It, no one wants to do whatever you're promoting if you're screaming it at them. Right. I mean, that message could be given to me. I'm a big screamer. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, like, we couldn't hear ourselves. The idea that one person in line is going to go, you know what? I think I'm going to go with a life of Jesus because of those elder teens that yelled at me in the parking lot. Like, right. that's not going to happen. So I don't even think they wanted that. They just wanted to bother us. So then we then, the security guy was like, hey, move down the ramp. So then we move down the ramp towards the dumpster. So now we're taking a picture in front of a dumpster to get away from the Jesus teens and people from the line are a little bit drunk from the show, which is understandable. And they're going, why are we taking a picture in front of a dumpster? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you about this. Like, right. I, And then they go, hey, Jared, the Jesus rapper is going to end soon and they're all going to let out. We got to hurry up these pictures. So now we had to like hurry up the whole thing. It was a disaster. So I'm going, hi, nice to meet you. Take a picture. Get out of here. Right. Get shoe, fucker. Well, like, you need like, uh, like an assistant. It was, right, and right. we moved them along. We got the pictures done in like five minutes. Get the fuck out of here, right. I left feeling horrible, okay. like, because I was like, fuck. Like, sounds like you got to go back to VIP text. It sounds like, I'll take the one over what happened there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, again, the crowd in Atlanta was so fantastic. The show was so good. I'm going to do Huntington Long Island this week, and I'm sure it's going to be just as good. I'll be there with like 10 of my closest friends. You're bringing, the t you're bringing yeah. a big crew. I'm bringing, I'm bringing a big crew. Nothing made me feel like a bigger, because I, I, I didn't want to ask for that many tickets, but then everyone was saying they wanted to come, mm. and then like it's hard to get the comp tickets next to the paid tickets. Right. And it's awkward. So then, right. It's awkward to be like, well, you can, us right. six are going. going. You can buy tickets, and we'll see you after. Right. I, right. I, I get it. So I... I Don't apologize. Worry. Papa JT. I feel, uh, Don't I apologize. Felt, I was like, I can't do this. There's, but then you're apologizing it. to me, and I'm like, in what world would I be like, Jordana? No. You've like, talked <laughs> shit about people asking you for like a yeah, ton of tickets. I have. <laughs> but, then, so, <laughs> but it's not you. I have I, a memory. You, right, that's fair. <laughs> other people. It's other people. Right. It's going to be a reunion of your wedding. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. This whole crew. My, Everyone's pumped. My yeah. heart is genuinely warmed by the, the Mike and Jordana crew. The people love you. They're, yeah. com they're coming in from the city. People love are, it. you know, again, someone has, your show is the same night as Travis Scott. And a lot of um, competition pe in the area. People are, people are coming here. Yeah. That's listen. Uh, yeah. And so this, I guess by this time this comes out, that it's show over. will be done. Sure I'm, was great. I'm in Seattle, Washington this weekend, which Seattle, you know, you guys came out. I mean, this first show sold out. There's probably tickets available for the second show. Charlotte, I'm coming there. Um, Philly, there's a second show added. Philly people, if you haven't got a ticket, like that second show might be me and the cats from Cats. Um, so <laughs> plenty, of pl plenty of picture time. Plenty of picture time for the second show in Philly. Syracuse, New York, um, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach. Por Dania Beach is near Fort Lauderdale, so I say Fort Lauderdale, but that's where I'm going. Portland, Arizona, San Diego, Boston, second show added, Chicago, second show added. And in addition to all this, if you, you're like, I am in none of those cities or I don't feel like paying a dollar to see you fucking asshole on stage, they, I have done the Bachelor preview. Ooh. 
Golden Bachelor preview. Golden Bachelor. I, I came I'm out. Excited. I came out of the we woodwork. We're excited. Yes. We're very excited. We had Jerry on last week. He was wonderful. I've seen episode one. It, and you said it's, it's amazing. If you don't cry, I cried twice in the first 10 minutes. You can't, it's unavoidable. Like real tears? It's a 47 minute show. It, it, it goes, it. it's only an hour. Okay. It goes by, a, it, you want 10 minutes more, but you don't that's, want more than that. That's the perfect show. It's a perfect show. Yeah. It, and it's in the first, I know Jorge, I don't want to give it away too much because, but Jorge is a huge bachelor nut like myself. He is so TV ready that it's like, it's amazing. K K York City, the coach for the Bachelor. She made mention. She's like, maybe that's why it took so long for it to come out. They were like training him for two years or in a finding, basement, you know, like getting yeah, him right. ready. <laughs> like, right? Like, but it is in the first ten minutes. You're like, I, and it's funny the way you know older people go from like conversationally go from like the saddest thing in the world to like not like it never happened. What do you mean? Like your mom, if I call my mom, she'll be like, so-and-so's dead. Also, have you gotten the pants yet? Right. Like the way these women do that, Well, I it think, happens a lot. Right. I think that's kind of great though, because I think it shows that the older you get, the more you're kind of like seen it all. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely you know? right. And you're like resilient and you've kind mm -hmm. of like, you've been through it all and you've survived and it's kind of like it is what it is. Even retelling what happened in the show in the first 10 minutes, I started tearing up from retelling it. Wow. Like you go, it's such a beautiful thing. Like it's like, and it's a very optimistic show. It's a, it's funny. I, I mean, seeing Gary make out made me viscerally respond. Like I saw him like make out a, and I was like, <gasps> I started yeah. laughing and yelling and it, it, it wasn't gross. gross. <laughs> it wasn't... It, it was just was there a tongue. It yeah, it was just different. <laughs> you know, like you know, you see your parents I mean, kiss, but you don't see them make you out. Really generally, don't see older people make out ever. This was actually progressive. <laughs> like, if I'm gonna like get into it, like I I live screamed it. So if you want to watch it through my eyes, you can go on my Instagram. It's like on my stories like a, and my highlights. A true make out, not like an it, old person peck. It is a true to the point. Because I we got screeners for the Betra podcast. I was watching in bed on my phone, and I started going, Gary, 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 what's going on? And I was like, I, I was like Imagine out of body. Watching your grandpa. There's a lot out. of grandmas on this show, and a lot of grandkids. I feel sorry for. Rest in peace to their souls. I mean, it is. <laughs> there are, and also there's just, breaking barriers here. Yeah, it totally. I mean, there's got to be a golden bachelorette. There has to be. Like I, I right. I'm petitioning. I, I get I it. Yeah, get it. I mean, <laughs> I and the women are. You know, like here's the other thing. They the the only annoying part about the show is they all are blowing smoke up each other's asses. It's like we're amazing. They're we're too, wonderful. They're too friendly. With too each friendly. Other. And it, again, it's, it's episode early. one. Look at all these amazing women. It's like you don't know these bitches. Right. Also, old people talk shit. Right. There was like, one woman who you ever seen a retirement center? Or like I was your just in Boca yeah. with my parents. It's high school. Yeah. The nerds, the jocks, the losers, the Ozempics. <laughs> they're all over the place. I. I <laughs> There was one woman who was great, who was talking Kathy. Okay. Kathy was like the heart and soul, like the narrator. Mm -hmm. I won't go more than that. I, I Again, they've like sponsored us, but like I people know my background I mean, with the show. This like, is organic. This is organic as I'm it gets. I'm really excited to watch. I'm going to, it's coming out 
tomorrow from when we're recording it. I'm definitely going to watch. You got to text me to let me know. If I cry? I got to want to know if you cry. It takes a while to get me to cry, but. I don't know how you can't cry. Is it because of like the stories of like death and stuff? Yeah and no. Like it's. You feel good for these people. You feel good. And here's the, I mentioned this on the Bachelor podcast. If you're listening, if you listen to both shows, this is a repeat, but it's a conclusion I came to from watching it. How great it is that these women get to showcase themselves for other people out there. We live in a great wide world of the internet and your parents know how to use Facebook, you know, Facebook Messenger and DMs. Like the DMs is a young person's game, but like your parents are doing that too. The fact that these women can go out and be like, hey, I'm a a live, vivacious person. And like, there's gonna be a guy in Boca. Like I was just in Boca with my parents. There's a guy in Boca who's going to message them and be like, I gotta meet this woman. That's Which great. is like, I think the greatest part of this underratedly. Right. So. I think anything that empowers a woman over 60 is amazing too. Just because like, I feel like society gives so little like attention. I'd fuck them all. Well, 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 I don't know if that would help any of them. Does that help their confidence? I don't know. One random fucking chubby Jew in New York would. I mean, maybe, you know, there's love love match for you. They're they're all fun. I I will say at a minimum. Do you have have an age cap? Highest you would go? uh, 152. Very fair. Right. What's your age cap on Yeah, I'll go nowhere above eight feet and nowhere above 152. Those are the two parameters. Don't be so selective, Jared. You're so picky. You're right. I'm (laughs) getting older. I got to find someone. Okay, well. How are you? I'm Um, good. How's suburbia? How you feeling? It's it's going. It's, you know, got a lot. (laughs) That's the key of all good. It's, it's going. going. It's going. It's going. I've had, to be honest, I've had better months, but it's going. Mm. Life is, is anything we want to talk yeah. about. You're okay. You know, I'll talk eventually, but it's uh, it's things are things are moving. Well, I will say I've listened to uh, oversharing a lot. It is my soothing. I you had. I was listening to the beginning of one the other day, where you had the boundaries woman. Yes. I like that. It was a topic I didn't expect, a topic I was happy to hear about. Yeah. Um, I thought that was like a very- very interesting conversation. Interesting, because you don't think of boundaries as like a health thing or like- right. a, I don't know. Boundaries kind of come last for me. I, I, I related a lot to the idea of like, yeah, you can, other people can feel the way they feel. Right. And, and, not, the and that's not your problem. And the difference between, you know, boundaries and preferences mm-hmm. are also a very interesting thing. And also, if you're listening to this now- we have two new meditations out if you're a subscriber Ooh. for oversharing. And one of them is, uh, you know, waiting at a doctor's office or for medical results. And the other one is about feeling your feelings, which a lot of people, you know, ask a lot of questions about. And this really walks you through the whole thing. Can I make one for first dates? Like yeah. A, like an alternate. I'm sure you've already done first dates. Yes. But I would love to be able to do a fun one. Let's do it. We'll do that Let's for do our, our November um, our November meditations. We'll get Jared yeah, on I, for the. I, I'll do a five minute. I want to see a remix with with you and Naomi. Yeah, where she's like, relax, take a deep breath, and then you're like, like let out a fart. Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> I, just, I know you. you <laughs> yeah, know, it's, you it's, know me. It's we're almost at six years of this podcast. <laughs> I knew that was where this was going. We're there almost. That's crazy. That's nuts, right? Six years. Six years of fun. Look at us. Look at us now. Look at us now. Yes. 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, well, let's get into the episode. Let's get right into it. As we <laughs> do. Four minutes in, yes. yeah. Well, we do, we're going to cut out some of this because of the, the cats. cats. For those at home, we had about 10 minutes of looking about for looking the- Looking up cats. Cat's name. There's no main There's cat. There's no main cat, okay. Oh, this is good to know. One of the biggest myths out there is right. that there's a main cat. <laughs> we both believed in that for yes. our lives. All right, I'll read the uh, email. Hi, Jay. I like this one. Hi, Jay and Jay. I've been dating my boyfriend for about three years. A couple months ago, we planned a trip to Chicago to visit some college friends for the weekend. These friends were my roommates, but they were also in the same friend group as me and my boyfriend. So we were planning to go on this trip together. A week before the trip, my boyfriend decided he didn't want to come anymore. However, he gave me the response, I'll come if you want me to. Eee. Don't like that one. He used this line in the past for events of ours involving mostly my friends and family that he doesn't want to go to. Okay. That's a very annoying response. I think it's worse for him to say this instead of just telling me he's not coming and apologizing for the last minute change. I feel like him saying, I'll come if you want me to, this I'll come if you want me to line is unfair and puts all the pressure on me. I told him I don't need him to come with me, but I find myself feeling upset with him for being a stick in the mud and using this phrase on me. My questions. Is this, I'll come if you want me to, line a normal occurrence to experience in relationships that I just need to get used to? Is there a good way for me to answer this other than just telling him not to come? 
How do we compromise on future events that one of us is less than excited to attend? Thanks, a confused batch. Tough one. There's yeah. like there's like a bunch of different answers to this. True. I guess my first question to you is, has this occurred in your relationship? It has. I mean, I'll come if yeah. you want me to is a I've thing used, yeah. that happens. He's used this line. I've used this line. I think the key is the frequency that this line is used is sort of like the main question to me. Uh-huh. Because sometimes there is like a kind of thing where it's like, I don't really need to go to like your like second cousin's baptism. Right. Right. But if you really want me to go, like I'll go. I don't think you really care. Right. It's like sometimes the, is sometimes the question at hand. It's interesting. I think the, the, the less significant the event, the more it can be used. This is like a trip that they're planning on going with to, to see her friends that she's clearly going to. I think it's their more, friends. Right. Supposedly. Yeah, they're right. Supposedly to me, it's kind of like, I think it's weirder that he doesn't want to go to this than that he's using that line. Like, it's like, there's one thing if there's an event that clearly like no one wants to go to, like no one really wants to go to like a one-year-old's birthday party, right? Right. Like I, no I, one wants to I guess to go like there's, you know, it's interesting. I didn't expect your answer. Like mm -hmm. if I had the bris of a second cousin and my pet, it would trickle down the line. It would be my parents going, Jared, you gotta go. Right. And then I would say, I'm going to this. If I was in a relationship, right. I would say, I'm going to this. You don't have you don't have to come, or I would say we're in. <laughs> you know, like right. it would be like one or the other. Like I feel like I would be the one to get in front of that. Like uh, you would be the one saying, like you don't have to come. Don't come. I'm right. going. Goodbye. Yeah, I would think one person would usually phrase it like that. I would think the person whose event it is, right, in a relationship, right. Or if you'd say, I mean, if it's phrased like I'm going to this thing, if you want, like. Do you want to do you, you could like not start with right. the out like do you want to come and and then they might agree to come or and then later like, they go eh, right. do you need me to come right. I, I've kind of rethought yeah. it I would understand all of those things totally and I think in that context the if you want me to come I'll come makes a lot of sense when it's not it's not the person's thing mm -hmm. they're not necessarily particularly close to the person having the event mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it sort of is just like they becoming almost as a favor to you, and it, that's clearly obvious, right? And and as a couple, right? Hey, we're gonna do this thing together, right? It's just something we do together, yeah, and there's something to do, something to do, right? Instead of us staring at each other and at our phones, right? You know, but I think, but I think when this you're in is this, different. I think this is different. Right. I agree with you. Like the, of the event that it's being done. If it was like I'm going to Thanksgiving at my parents. Like, and the person's like, well, if you want me to come, I'll come. It's like, that's weird. Right. There's no we in this to right. me. Like, this is very like, I live on my island. You live on your island. And you force me to come to your island when when it's important to you. That's like not a relationship to me. Right. Like, to me, it's like. Especially when it's an event that's important to that person. Like, if she's traveling to Chicago to go see their supposedly mutual friends, that's I, an important thing to her. I don't actually. I, I hate doing this but like there's so much left out of this email mm -hmm. like the idea that like a couple months ago we planned right. a trip to chicago to visit some college friends for the weekend these friends were my roommates, roommates but they're in our larger friend group as me and my boyfriend okay to me these are your friends for a trip that you planned to go see them he agreed to and he said sure i'll go like, right. And you bought tickets. 
Right, but I'm, I'm, I mean, the way I just told it is different than the way she's telling it here. I don't know. I Maybe don't know. Maybe there's somewhere in between those two. Okay, it's like okay, he's like he clearly knows these people very well. It sounds like they've been dating since college. Right, they're right. her roommates, but they're like it sounds like he was. It's not like he, they're people. They're her old friends from, and they met after college, and these are friends that he doesn't know that well. Like clearly, he knows right. them very well. He booked the tickets to go with her. This to me is like flaky in a way that's very annoying. It's also bizarre. It's it's actually it's, it's unless not, he, but she says he's done this a lot. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's actually a bizarre way to go. Now, why is it bizarre? Because you you go along with the planning and all this, and it's our trip. But then all of a sudden, you'll go with you'll want me to go. Right. It to me, maybe he's dealing with, and again, I don't mean to get like too serious, but like maybe he's dealing with like depression issues. Mm-hmm. Because the idea that you go like it's just bizarre to go from planning together to. Do you think he's trying to break up with her? Well, that's the other route. It's it was, I, I, it's either like, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling on this particular day. And the only thing to get me out of this feeling is to back out of events that are planned with other people so I don't have to be around them when I'm feeling down. Right. Or it's, I'll make every decision yours so that it won't be blamed on me when we my, br- right. when we you break came to Chicago, up. Chicago, right? Right, but we went to Chicago. No, no, no. You wanted me to come to Chicago. That's why I came. Right. Well, that's why it's kind of a cop out, and right. I find it to be like very irritating because I agree with her to say like I'll come if you want me to makes it like she's if she says yeah I want you to she seems like she's like now now he's doing this thing that he doesn't want to do and she's making him so it puts her in this position of like. Oh, it just puts a damper on the whole trip. Like, oh yeah, I want you to again. It's di- and I think it's different than like this is my cousin's bris. Right, it's like, totally different. Where it's like we all know no one wants to go to that. Right, but like, <laughs> um, I think this is different. Also, we made this trip together. Right, yeah. That's what I'm saying it's supposed to be like a fun trip that you opted into. Right, that wasn't like that you've already previously agreed to, and now when you go, it's gonna you're gonna it's gonna feel like you did me a favor. Right. When it, at what point did we? The, did the dial switch from our trip to I'm making you come? Right. And to I do this often, I think, one time, one time I would give it a pass, I right. think. One time is like, okay, you're having, maybe you got a lot going on at work. Mm-hmm. You you know, the trip is is kind of like annoying or you have something else that came up or like maybe you're just really not, you're like you said, you're kind of like in a in a funky state where you feel like you wouldn't be great on the trip. Right. One time, I get it. If you're doing this often, I think it's fucked up. And me, I don't know. The languaging would be so different to me if you were together. Mm -hmm. So the languaging of like, hey, I'm really not feeling great. I really don't want to go. Can you go with your friends? And I'm just going to opt out. Would be like kind of the normal thing with a girlfriend or boyfriend. Mm -hmm. The abnormal thing is, than making them the person who forced you to come. Right. I, I just don't know where that comes from. and So that you can both resent each other. So you right. can resent them for, for being there and they can resent you for not wanting to be there. And it'll be the reason that you suck on the trip. Right. There's like an out. Well, he didn't want to come anyways. That's why I'm acting right. like a dick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I The breakup thing's has gone through my mind many, you know, because, and again, if they start like dating I feel a lot for like weddings, like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to come to your friend's wedding. Well, going on, going to the friend's wedding, she says she's, he's done this for family events, which is actually embarrassing to you and your family. I agree. Um, 
if you've done this for family events, you've done this for friend events, and it's all your events, as she said, mm-hmm. he might be putting the brakes on this thing because he likes you and he doesn't know how to get out of this. He's trying to show less FaceTime to like right. less intertwine himself into your life. Right. I think this is worth a real discussion. Absolutely. I think I do think it's a little disrespectful. I think if you respect someone and you respect their time and you respect the plans and the effort that they put into doing that and respect the that you know you want to be integrated into their life. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is showing up to things that you've said you're going to go show up to. This makes sense though for a post-college boyfriend. Right. Like the 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 college boyfriend who became your post-college boyfriend is now dealing with real world you. Right. Yeah. And and is now backing out of that because the more intertwined, as you said, they get with you, the more they got to dig out of it. The, ho- the hole gets deeper. Right. So I can understand why she's so befuddled. She's like, but these are our friends. No, they're not. They're mm-hmm. your roommates. Right. That he's trying to avoid a little bit more because he doesn't want to become too much with you. Right. Well, I think as an- as as annoying men do when they don't want to just be upfront about how they're feeling. Right. Or break up with you. Yeah, I've been that guy. He's just going to say, if you want me to come, I'll come until uh, you decide you've had enough. (laughs) He's trying to get you to dump him. Yeah, which is, I think that is the, to me, that is like the worst thing that men can do. And I think that I understand why they do it. It is very, like, confrontation is scary and it's uncomfortable. And I understand, I sympathize with not wanting to tell someone how you feel. But to me, that's like a slow torture to someone. It's like yeah. you make the person go crazy and then decide they've had enough when that was the result you wanted the whole time. Right. It, it, it's bad that his greatest, his the thing he wishes for most is that one of your friends will tell you to dump him. Right. For not coming on the trip. It's like, and they'll have to be like, well, if you, okay. Or he's dealing with depression issues. Right. I, I actually like, I'm not someone who knows anything about Depression or, or all that stuff, but I, just the change in mood to me yeah. when you're like we, and then if you don't, I don't. I'll go if you want me to go. Is like or secret I don't know. secret option C, super selfish, just like wants to go one minute, kind of doesn't. When it comes to the to the trip, he's like, eh, actually, I I not interested. Right, and then I, I think at this point you put all three cards on the table. <laughs> Which one are you? Pick Which one. one? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what this is. It's. Yeah. A, and I, you know, when she asked at the end, like, if, uh, you know, how do we compromise? Like, you are compromising. Right. When you say to someone, hey, let's do a trip to see our friends in Chicago, that is a discussion of compromise. Great. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on 
the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. Hi, I'll get to the email. Hi, J&J. Feather Feather, your DC show was awesome. And Jared, big congrats on the special. Thank you. 37 single, streaming right now. On Netflix. On the big Netflix. On the, is it the, is it the silver screen TV or is that movies? Silver Screens t- uh, movies, oh, I think. Okay. I think right? I've been using that wrong for... Silver Screens TV? Yeah, the, well, the Silver Screen was like the grand, okay. the movies, Silver right? Screen is movies, little screen is little, TV. I'm Streaming on the right little now screen. on the little screen. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound a little more depressing. Yeah, a little... Yeah. It took a little bit Some of the TVs uh, are very thunder big. away. Yeah, no, I, I got a big TV, so... Yeah. Jumping right in. <laughs> About three months into seeing this guy. Me, 29, female, him, 34, male. We took a trip to my family's beach house for a little romantic getaway. We'd been slowly learning what the other likes in bed since getting to know each other. And he'd always been kind of averse to me going down on him. Okay, him and I, different people. (laughs) I'd ask him why, and he always said, they were just like his, I had asked him why, and he always said they just weren't his fave. Didn't like the ones he'd gotten from past partners and he'd get in his head, especially if it took him too long to come and he'd feel bad for the person going down. I feel like a lot of women don't like being gone down on for this exact reason. Interesting. Yes. It's funny that I think that men, you know, him saying this made her a more motivated blower. Right. (laughs) Like when you say that. I mean, that might work for men too. Right. But I think a lot of women have that feeling of like, you know, it's hard for mm. me to, it's hard for me to come. I don't, you know, I feel bad, like with you just right. being the one to like having to figure this whole thing out. And even if I'm helping you, like sometimes you're just not in the mood to be like 
prodded at teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I could see why you'd be like, let's just, you know, skip it. Yeah. I think a lot of, uh, I've, I've heard that a lot from women. So I think it's refreshing to hear that from a man. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, this is, this guy and I have no relation to one another <laughs> okay. whatsoever. Um, I'd been taking notes on what seemed to work best for him. And during this particular weekend, all my hours of intense studies seemed to finally pay off. Maybe too well. Ooh. Oh, I like dun, it. Dun, dun. <laughs> the first night I tried again and he commented that I was getting too way too good at that. That gave me a boost of confidence and thought I might finally have his cheat codes down. I like this. The next day we were hooking up again and I pulled out all the stops. As I'm going to town, I hear him start to incoherently mumble, moan, oh God, oh God. I really started going for it and could taste that he was about to blow his top. All of a sudden, I hear a perfect little bubble of a toot come from his butthole, followed by the distinct smell the of distinct, a fart. The distinct smell, <laughs> bottle that. That was fart. Then another and another, all while he's coming in my mouth. His ecstatic, oh God, oh God, turned into a horrified, oh God, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> while he completely lost control of all faculties below the belt. Wow. Whoa. Meanwhile, I'm holding on for dear life, trying not to make a mess and not shock him by dropping his dick while he's coming. But between the smell and my laughter while my mouth was full and still on him, I had to abort and go spit in the sink. I immediately turned back to the bed and he was curled up in the fetal position with the most <laughs> horrified and embarrassed look on his face. Total freak out mixed with post nut haze. Maybe that's the real reason. Right. You know, he was like... I actually don't want you to go down on me because I know I'm going to fart uncontrollably. I fart when I come? Uncontrollably. <laughs> I just like the thought of him being like a total like, you know, he's in, he's just come and fart at the same time. He's just like an amaze. It's all coming out. Right. A purge. I burst into tears laughing. I told him I loved him on the last day of the trip and we're now five months official and going strong. BJ Blowhole. What do you think of this? I love this. This is so romantic. What a romantic story to yes. realize you found the way to his heart, his fart. <laughs> his way to, the way to, <laughs> the his, way fart. to his fart. There's, I love that. There's my name. There you go. I love yeah. that. Um, no, I think this is great. It's, you know, it's a vulnerable moment can really bring you together. Absolutely. Yeah. And like showing that you're laughing and not yeah. icked out, so to speak. I can see why she felt comfortable saying I love you after this display of vulnerability. Really? <laughs> she was like, listen, I'm going to say I love you. And if, he, and if he doesn't say it back, he's some loser who right. just farted the entire time <laughs> I, I went down on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, know, he's yeah. In a you know, he's also in a vulnerable position. I've seen him at his lowest. Yes. Yes. What I have you ever had to fart while a guy went down on you? I think I I do think that when you're like you know getting out of your head mm. and releasing your um, inhibitions, mm -hmm. that's part of it. Right? Release your inhibitions. That's what that song was about. Fart on <laughs> my <laughs> face. How about How's you? that song go? <laughs> Release your inhibitions. You ever, you ever <laughs> Fart on my face. Is that how the next line is different? It's I feel the, feel the fart on my face. Right. Yes, that's my that's my title. For I like one. that. I feel <laughs> the fart on my face. I love yeah. that. Um, I've had to fart during a blowjob. Have you? I haven't. I don't think I've had the. You know, you ever hear like the stomach moan when like your stomach the makes grumbly the, thing, the yeah. grumbly right, thing? Yeah. I've had that during a blowjob, right. and you're like, I hope Hungry? they didn't hear. It's not even hungry. I'm like holding in a fart. Right. So maybe they've heard that. Yeah. 
I think this is probably a sign of a very intense orgasm. You really lose I do all too. that. It's like when you like pee when you're laughing. Right. right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You lose all your, you're just letting everything go. Well, they say when you die, South Park had a run, running gag where when you die, you shit your pants. I think that's true. They, it's interesting because I, I hear when you give birth, you also shit your pants. Right. So it must be like, you know, it's a big, big life moments well, and death moments. It shows that the fart, the asshole is attached to many of your muscles that you're using every day. Yeah. You know, I mean, when she said all faculties were gone, I was like, I thought he shit himself while coming. Well, maybe if he Pure had. Nirvana. If, if, I bet you if he had to go, he probably would have. Right. Yeah. He's letting go of all the air. Right. Do you think that's why he wouldn't want a blowjob? Or do you think he's just never experienced? I, I'm sure she thinks of it as he's never experienced a blowjob like mine. Yes, right. Yeah. But do you think he's avoided blowjobs because he's had this in the past? I mean, if I if if that happened to me often when someone mm. went down on me, I might be more self conscious right. than usual. <laughs> right. I might be. I might, yes. Ah, why don't we skip to the the right. other stuff? Exactly. Unless you felt like I mean, she said they hadn't said I love you yet, so maybe she like if again if like he didn't. If you're not at that level of comfort with someone, right? I could see why you'd be like, I don't know if I'm ready to be this vulnerable. I know, this, especially I, I, if it's smelly, which it sounds like it was. Right. I. That's gotta suck. Yeah. Yo, it's like one of those like. No pun intended. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, it's like one of those like devil's curses. You shall get blown, but you'll fart every time you come. Right. You know, like it's. Uh, would you rather? Okay. Fart every time you come, or what would be the opposite? You know, like what's the other version? Fart every time you come, or what's hmm. the other? What's the I, other I, I, I don't even know. I uh, what? Never come. never come at all. Yeah, Jorge, that's a good. That's one. a good one. Fart every time you come, or never come at all. I guess fart every time I come because then right. I have the option. Right. right, maybe they're, and also maybe they're into the fart. Yeah, maybe that turns them on to see you again. I think she was a little turned on. Well, I think by she, the yeah, idea of the brought, vulnerability. Yeah, she's turned on yeah. by the vulnerability and just by the idea that he, you know, she did it. She like right. it was it was a it was a challenge mm -hmm. to get to get him off. And next she did time it. she blows him, she should put a balloon up to his asshole and see if it blows it up. <laughs> <laughs> or at least maybe spray some, um, you know, something pleasant to cover the. I just put my hands part. between my legs to show a balloon being put on my asshole. I just have to acknowledge well, that. We think the, we and the listeners. <laughs> I don't thank know why you I for the that. visual. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, YouTubers. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> I love this. It's a love story for the ages. I hope they talked about this on the Golden Bachelor. I. <laughs> here are some of Candace's names: the fellatio, the flatulence, and the freakout. I like love that it. too. Okay, let's do let's another, do another email. Hey, J&J, longtime listener of the pod and subscriber, Feather Feather. I'm writing because I recently started dating a guy who's older than me. I'm 22. He's 29. <gasps> the golden bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> About to turn 30 next week. Ew! On the I hope they don't make out publicly. <laughs> Gross. We met on Bumble and we've been on seven dates so far. We have great seven. conversational chemistry, amazing sex, common interests and hobbies. And in general, he's got the personality I'm looking for. We really click. hey -o. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't completely concerned about our age gap. Well, maybe it's not the age gap that concerns me, but rather the fact that we're at completely different stages of our lives. He's in his last year of his PhD, and I just graduated with my bachelor's. He has his own apartment. He's well-traveled. He's a real adult, whereas I'm living with my parents, still oh. figuring out what my next steps are post-grad, etc. Obviously, I'm a little concerned about what people will think, especially my parents, and I'm also acutely aware that I'm a naive 22-year-old who doesn't know shit. 
But our dates are so fun. We talk for hours. I feel comfortable with him and it feels like it could be something real. Can you give me a reality check? Is this something that could work long term? Am I being stupid? Thanks for everything you do. Sincerely, loves just a number. The fact that they're emailing it all shows that they're not being stupid. Yeah, she's you know, thinking about she's it. She's thinking yeah. about it. So I, I don't think you're being like, shut up, dad. He's 29. I'm 22. We're, we're adults. Like, you're not doing that right. move. She seems like she's self-aware of the situation. Totally. Also, I think she's like, we're in totally different phases. This guy was just in school. Right. I agree. So I did. That was to me. I'm like, he's not so adult that he's been paying his own bills from like he's in school. Right, 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 right. So I, you were just in school. You guys are kind of in a similar life stage. And if I was to think of like a male mind 29 is like female mind 26. Right. You know, like, and female 22 is like male 24. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. I, if I was to do my own math. Of where you are maturity wise in right. life. I like, don't think he's so real adulty. Right. I don't yeah. it's not so far away. I do think there's growth from I think what she needs to be more aware of, like, it's great that you've connected with someone. It's great that he's a nice guy. I, I think like you have to be aware of like giving yourself the room to grow yourself. Yeah. You know, like I think like sometimes people get in a relationship and that becomes their whole being. Like, I think for you. Being 22, moving to a city, giving yourself a roommate, like opening a bill, you know, like right. I think like, and it seems like they have a good handle the way, you it know. It sounds like she's having fun. Sounds like she's having fun. So I would take it at that to right. start with. And yeah. like, I'm not saying she's a fully grown adult, you know, 22 is young. And I do, listen, I have said for a long time, the growth from 20, from 21 to 25 is like pretty huge, huge, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I think you and I totally had yeah. that yeah. in our own lives, you right. know, like 22 is like, eh, like, but she's admitting it. It's like not, it's like an, it's like a adult training period. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, you know, and so, and she's still living at home. So like, that's even like mm -hmm. just living, I mean, during the pandemic when I'd stay with my parents, right. You become this childlike, when's the laundry done mom? So yeah. I do understand I like that she's aware. Right. And I also think like she might have something like there is something to the fact that maybe that's in some way appealing to him. Mm -hmm. I also think when you're 29 and you're in school, sometimes other 29 year olds or people close to that age are looking for someone maybe a little bit more established in their career potentially. And so for him, it might be appealing that you're younger and haven't really figured out your life yet because he's maybe not fully there yet either. I'm with you. That was the first thing I thought of is like, where's he's getting out of school, you're getting out of school. Right. That's the first thing and I thought. That's of. probably and appealing for him. Absolutely. And he gets to be like the man. Right. As opposed to like the 29 adult, year old. Like she said. Yeah. Right. And, but like a 29 year old woman, um, you know, might have worked at a law firm for for right. seven years and at this point. she might be like, I don't want someone in school for their PhD. Which right. again is not, I think it's great that he's doing that. Not, there's nothing against that. But I think some people, women, like you said, women at 29 right. might be like, well, I'm looking to get married and I don't think you can afford a ring. Or right. Something. And he yeah. might not be ready to get married. He's looking to like date for a few years. Right. And yeah, again, like context is everything. There's a lot of context here that like, I, I don't, I think you and I are on the same page, but I, I think we'd also be on the same page if she was like, I'm 22. I never went, you know, I I'm living at home and this 29 year old wall street guy found me on Tinder and, you know, I don't give a shit that what my parents think. Right. And, and he wants me to move in with him tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we'd be like, right. this is a little weird and fucked up to, you know, but the con, you know, the, the details of the story, you go, the one warning I would have is like, 
be 22, like hang out with your friends, do the things. And if he's like, hey, why are you going to this tailgate this weekend? Right, why are you going to say, you got to be like, because I'm 20 fucking two. Right. Like I want to, this seems fun. So don't let his, if his- Real adultiness. Judgments, Mm -hmm. you have to say, well, maybe we're not on the same page and have to let him go, which is a hard thing to do at 22 to a 29 year old. Totally. But I also think that one of the joys of being 22, you're young, you're having fun. Right. Do this for as long as it's fun. Yeah. Have like, fun. Yeah. And, and that's the hardest thing, hardest advice to take. I know, you but know, like, like it's, yeah, it's it's the hardest. But the older you get, the harder the advice that is to take. At 22, it should be easier to take that advice than it is at 35. You say to a 35-year-old woman dating, just have fun. They're like, fuck right, you. Right, 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 right. No, I, I, I agree with that. I just think, you know, like what, you know, I guess like how do you warn her? Like, I, I just think when you get with a 29-year-old guy, and you start doing 29-year-old things, you just forget to do the 22-year-old things, and then he's like, well, why would you do that? It's like, yeah, I'm right. gonna do those things that seem fun. Like, listen, I don't wanna go to a nightclub right now. You know, like, <laughs> you, she should. Yeah. <laughs> Someone mentioned they went to Vegas, and I was like- uh, There is a certain age where going to a club is, like, disgusting to you, I think. Right, and it's gotta be so specific. Like, right. if for me to go to, like, if someone had a bachelor party and they invited me, right. we'd have to have, table. like, a table security guards leading us there <laughs> food food right <laughs> seats yeah. like i remember I, that was funny i remember being 22 and going to the, like about to go to a club my mom being like so what do you do there like there's a <laughs> she's like there's no food right i'm like no there's like a table with like alcohol she's like what are you what are you eating right like, that's um, not the point right adderall it's, it's 11 right? <laughs> It's midnight. Yeah. Right. That's a, yeah. I, I, my friend went to Vegas and she said that they, uh, good friend and hilarious comedian, Lisa Traeger went to Vegas on like a girl's trip. Yeah. And I was like, what did you do? And she was like, we had a nice dinner. And then Saturday, like we did a pool day at Mandalay Bay. There was a lazy river and we had like the cabana Sounds nice. and I go, and then she goes, and then we did dinner and then people went out and I was like that to me, if I got to that dinner, it'd be a miracle. Right. And then after that dinner, I'd be like so happy in my comfy cozies, you know, covers over my 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 nose. And then I'd be smelling my own farts ready to be in bed. And that would be like a perfect day to someone. Twenty two. They might go, you're you're going to bed. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. What are you what are you talking about? You know, like and so, again, neither are wrong. Right. She has to be confident enough. And it seems from her email aware enough to go, I like what I like, and the judgments of a 29-year-old might mean that we shouldn't date. But if there's no judgments and he's like, go do your thing and you're great together, this can work. Totally. And again, if it stops being fun, reevaluate. Right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your emails. We love your emails. We love your awkward sex. We love everything you guys do uh, with this show. Yeah, I just, we, I'm a fan of the audience. Can I just yeah. give a little shout They're out? They're the best. Great. Thank the, you guys for DMing and stories that you put up. We appreciate all of it. And you know what? If you really love this show, we haven't asked for this in a while, go rate and review it and subscribe right. on um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. And if you're a subscriber to the podcast version, why don't you just go on YouTube and subscribe there too? Just do it. Just give, a, give yourself the option. Have it ready for when you need it. You get Listen, all the facial expressions. You get the 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 uh, Gary the Gary Turner interview. You can watch his his beautiful old ass face. <laughs> it's great. His uh, 
His B-O-A-F. His bow-off. Beautiful O-F. That's going to be a TikTok thing in no time. I love it. I should have said that in my preview. Look at this beautiful old ass face. Love it. With his wrinkles and shit. (laughs) He couldn't have been nicer. And He was the best. The the shocking part was how good of a lead he is. Oh, yeah. Diamond in the rough. TV ready. It was Wait, unbelievable. I think the Midwest is where they go to like find stars, untainted stars. Well, that's I mean, what do they say? The the Midwest accent. Or, yeah. uh, that's this. That's the news accent is from the Midwest. That's our, you know, it's the, like home. It's that's even if home. you're not from there. That's yeah. right. The touch of Gary. Touch We've all. A touch of Gary. <laughs> a little a touch, touch of Gary. Gary. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode is actually brought to you by ABC's The Golden Bachelor. Finding the one can be difficult, but is it possible to find true love twice in one lifetime? ABC's first ever Golden Bachelor is showing everyone that you're never too old to find love again. For the first time in Bachelor Nation history, our our leading man, 72-year-old Gary Turner, will be dating 22 women, ranging in ages from 60 to 75. Watch new episodes of The Golden Bachelor Thursdays at 8, 7 Central on ABC and streaming on Hulu. And to kick off, I mean, we couldn't have given a more natural... Uh, push towards this show yes. in the beginning of but this if, episode. If you still need more convincing. Right. And to celebrate the Golden Bachelor series, we are playing Red Flag, Green Flag, or Gold Flag. The goal of the game is to see which one of these scenarios is a red flag, meaning you should run, a green flag, meaning no harm, and a gold flag, aka the big yes. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to do the first one is living situations. Okay. So they live with their parents. They live with 20 other singles. They live with eight cats. Okay. Red flag, green flag, gold flag. It's tough because, like, what is the age here? Mm. I guess it doesn't matter really what the age is, actually, if you think about it. Let's say 30. Okay. They're 30. We'll give it 30 on all these scenarios. Okay. 30, they live with their parents. 30, they live with 20 other singles. 30, they live with eight cats. Okay. I think. 
Mm, okay. I think red flag, they live with their parents. Mm-hmm. I think green flag, um, they live with eight cats. Mm. And gold flag, they live with 20 other singles. It's funny. I'm with you. Gold yeah. flag, 20 other singles. That means they're like a fun person. People, yeah. People like them as a room. I mean, 20, right. is, 20 is a lot. I'd love to so, see their place. <laughs> right. I hope they have their own room at least. Right. <laughs> I hope they're not in a bunk bed. Right. They live in Bachelor Mansion, I guess. Right. I guess yeah. so. I... Living with, let, let's say they like more realistically. They're in a, they're in a retirement home. That's really, really <laughs> um, Realistically, let's say they had two other roommates and they were mm-hmm. single. I'm, this is great to me. I yeah. mean, I think it's overhyped the idea of 30 roommates. I'm like, 30, that's cool that they were like, they found a living situation that works for them. I, I, yeah. I think when you're 30 with roommates out of like fun, here's the thing. it's cool and not a necessity. You're like, what's going on in life a little bit, right. but I get it. I agree. It's like when you're 30 and you live with roommates, it's like maybe it's kind of like a plus if you have your own place, but I mm. don't think it's like a necessity. I'd mu- Living with your parents is different to me. And I think that that's the real red, that's more of a red flag to me at 30. Unless right. it's like a very temporary situation. I'd have to hear a story. Right. I need a little TED talk to go with your parent right. situation. And what like, your plan is to get out of there. Right. Yeah. I went home because I want to save a bunch of money. I work as a lawyer. Like, that's a different thing right. than, I don't know when I'm leaving. They do the laundry. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, like, At 30, that's not great. No. I guess gold flag, living with 20 other singles, green flag, eight cats, red flag, their parents. But I, I actually, the red flag and green flag could be interchangeable. If they live with their parents with a good story, green flag, if they live with the cats and they're just like, I don't notice them. I don't like cats. I don't like eight, eight cats. That's a lot. <sighs> eight anything is too many for oh, me. Also, cats are just What are you, a like, breeder? Right. <laughs> <laughs> eight parrots. Yeah. yeah living, eight of anything. Yeah, is... I don't know. Eight, yeah, eight of anything. Um, if it was two cats, cats are also just annoying. They're also like on everything. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. They're always like, they're like on the counter. They're on like dogs at least are on the floor or right. like maybe the couch, but cats are just. I don't eight know, big fat lazy dogs is way better than eight cats. I agree. And I mean, maybe I'm, we're biased because we're not cat people. I once slept at a girl's place. The cat would get in between us and start pushing I'm me saying, away. They're very like yeah. stealthy. Like a dog at least is like a little bit more like, I don't know, endearing in that way. <laughs> okay. Your red flag, green flag, gold flag. When you're still getting to know each other, they ask you out on group dates with three other people they like. They only want to be exclusive when they're ready to propose. They've never had a serious relationship. Okay. To me, obviously red flag is when you're still getting to know each other. They ask you on group dates with three other people they like. Right. I, oh, it's not like friends. Oh, no. I think it's like three other dating prospects. Oh. Right. Yeah. In what world are people doing these That's things? That's crazy. No. The, right. The, 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 no, you're out. Or I'm on The Bachelor. Right. Or literally. Yeah. Right. Um, so that would be, I'd be out for I'm that. I'm out with that. Okay. Um, I think... They've never had a serious relationship, uh, green flag, and no, they've never had a serious relationship, gold flag, and mm. they only want to be exclusive when they're ready to propose, green flag. I'm flopping. Okay. Flip flop. I kind of like, we'll be exclusive once we propose. I had a feeling you'd yeah, be interested <laughs> in that. That's the gold flag to me. I had a weird thought that you'd be into that one. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I like that like, hey, let's like just let bygones be bygones until we get to that point. Well, mm, to me, that would be like tough because it's like, okay, we're getting engaged and we've you've never had. I'm um, so we're committing to marry each other. 
but you've um, <laughs> it's unrealistic. But you've never dated me exclusively, <laughs> right? Right. You've always had other. Well, I'm in a relationship, that. but we're not calling it a relationship. You know what, right. what is that? label yeah. that we've heard before they've never had a serious relationship to me isn't like a big deal i hate that thing that people think that's the worst thing that could ever happen no, to me yeah. that's like you're inventing problems when you're like they've never had a relationship before ah we all have never had a relationship before until right. we had one you also know, relationship to me is like can, is words that mean different things to different people. Right. So you could have been dated a lot mm-hmm. and never had a, like a serious relationship, but mm-hmm. every you know everyone you go on dates with is a relationship I, of sorts. I agree with that. The, so. the, there's too much made of the never been in relationships person. Agreed. Celebrations. You ready? Last ready. one. Okay. They would rather give you money than gifts so you can go get whatever you want. They celebrate every month anniversary. After a couple weeks of seeing you, they text you on your birthday, but don't wish you a happy birthday. What do you think? Hmm. You know, I don't think any of these are that bad, if I'm being no. totally honest. I'm um, with you. I would say, uh, th- red flag, they celebrate every month anniversary. That's annoying. Okay. Um, then green flag, after a couple of weeks of seeing you, they text you on your birthday, but don't wish you a happy birthday. If that happens. How would they know? Ne- you wouldn't necessarily tell someone it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. And then gold flag, they would rather give you money than gifts. You can just get what you want. I love getting whatever I want and not getting a bad gift. It's so funny. We are very off opposites. Okay. What are you in here? Gold flag. uh, After a couple weeks of seeing you. You like that. They text you on your birthday, but don't wish you have a birthday. I'm just like, cool. Birthday's not a thing. Okay. Uh, Wait, you said that was a gold flag. Did I say that was a gold flag? I think I... No, no my, I said the I said the gifts. Right, money, right, right, yeah, right. The gifts no, was we're the opposite. I said that was a green flag. Gold flag. A couple weeks of seeing you, they text you on your birthday, but never wish you happy. You birthday. like that? I'm cool with that. Okay. I like that birthdays aren't a big deal. Good for us. What if you were dating someone like two years? They text you on your birthday. No happy. Birthday. I'd be like, well, <laughs> are you forgetting something? You know, like I'd be like, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> red flag to or green flag as they celebrate month anniversary. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Oh, you like it? Yeah, I'm just okay. like, oh, the nice check-in. I know where we stand. I know what you think we are in the relationship. I don't have any guessing games. I'm like, how serious you think this is? Okay. Fine. You're like three months don't in. You, I'm like, I, really? You're okay. Not, you're not like they're expecting you to get them a gift. I, I I didn't think a gift was expected, but maybe a text. Happy three month anniversary. I go. All right. Oh, fine. that's where we are. If it's just a text that changes things, but if they're like, where are we going to celebrate our? It would still be, it's not good. Okay. (laughs) But it's still better than, I just think the person that you're like, yeah, give me the cash. Like, you know, there's like a, like a weird element of like, no, how about no? (laughs) You know, how about I give you a gift? You enjoy my gift. I'll give you a gift card. But I'm saying they they would, oh, give me a gift card. Yeah. No, I don't want, I don't want your gift card. I don't want your money. I guess. On that's my fair. birthday. You might have convinced me. That yeah, that's I don't know. Just so that, that's your red flag. Yeah, to me, it's like that translates into other parts of the relationship where they're like, they're like, here, take the money. I feel like you would like to do that. I might. Do, nah, I wouldn't even do that. Okay. I'd just be like, let's just have a nice hug. <laughs> I'd rather a nice hug right, on a so birthday. You're no gift. You're team no, no gift. No I'm gift. team hug. Okay. Team birthday well, hug. That's a good and question. engagement hug. Candace, no would rings. You, would you rather? Yeah, <laughs> that. Get that Candace, in would you rather have no gift or get money on your birthday? I just or a feel hug. Like, 
I'm going to pass on the hug. <laughs> or option three is yeah, a hug. I feel like I could get a hug any day. I'm going to pass. Okay, okay. But, but a birthday a hug, hug is, is a hug like is, a... A hug is patronizing. I just feel and like... I squeeze? If they get you money instead of like actually thinking about a gift, like I like at least try to think of something. So I'm saying no gift or money. I'll take the money, but I won't be happy I'll about it. it. Right. <laughs> Imagine a guy just look at you and just peeling off 200s going... Get yourself something no. nice, toots. It's in or it's, like, or it's a in a hug. it's in a card. In a card, like it's your grandma. Or they Venmo you. <laughs> Venmo you. Happy you. birthday, babe. I would love to meet the woman who's like oh, he Venmoed me. Oh my like, god, that's happy about that, right? Yeah. Well, I knew someone whose boyfriend who wound up breaking up with her got her a um, cooking class for one. For one. For one. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's a crazy. Yeah, here's the your was ticket on the wall. to one. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Hope you learn how to cook for one. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Well, thank you to our sponsor, ABC's The Golden Bachelor. The first ever Golden Bachelor is showing everyone that you're never too old to find love. Gary was married to his high school sweetheart for 43 years before her unfortunate passing six years ago. With the support of his daughters and granddaughters, he's setting out to prove you can find true love twice in one lifetime. Watch new episodes of The Golden Bachelor Thursdays at 8, 7 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Well, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. I'm proud of us. It's been a day. It's been a day. Yes. We'll be back on Sunday with a fantastic episode with special guest Emma Willman. And uh, we'll be back uh, with that. Yes. The You Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.